Hey guys, Coach Jay here, and welcome to this week's Short Back and Forth. I'm going to give you a quick review of last week's show and a preview of this week's upcoming show. I hope you enjoy this week's Short Back and Forth. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this is this week's Short Back and Forth. And I'm going to go over last week's show where we talked about political correctness and then discuss the upcoming show where we discussed dealing with adversity. And I had my good friend Jen on for that show, and I actually have her with me today. And she has type 1 diabetes, and we talked about how she deals with that. Um, But going back to the political correctness, we talked briefly about how keeping up sometimes with political correctness is somewhat difficult. Terms change. And if you're not in that circle, um, you might use last year's terms and then other people get offended, even when you're not trying to be offensive and you're trying to be respectful. And, and Jen, I know you listened to that show. What did you think of some of those topics that we talked in terms of political correctness? Well, I agree that trying to keep up with the, the terms is very difficult because they do change on a you know yearly if not monthly basis and it's to me as long as everything's done with respect and not derogatory undertones is where it should be considered when someone corrects you on the pronoun that they would prefer used for themselves or something like that then just flow with it, correct yourself and, and go on to, you know, no one needs to make a huge big deal out of errors as we see them. Well, that was one of the simple ones that I had brought up was at the holiday season, the most common term thrown around there is Merry Christmas. And I understand that everyone's Christian, not everyone's Catholic, not everyone celebrates Christmas, but you can't say that and be negative or derogatory regardless of what your religion is or lack of religion, if someone says Merry Christmas to you, there is nothing offensive about that. And when some people get all worked up about, oh no, it needs to be happy holidays. So everyone's included. I, I think that's going a little too far and, and just being a little, a little picky on some of the terms. Well, especially with the Merry Christmas, it can be both Christian as well as secular. There's, you know, Santa Claus and the tree, and that's Merry Christmas. There's also the nativity and the birth of Jesus, and that's Merry Christmas. It's, I don't see it as a religious, but more of a, just a holiday celebration and acknowledging that specific holiday, whereas technically Columbus Day is a holiday or, you know, Arbor Day or Labor Day. So if we want to say happy holidays, we have to say it year round. I never really thought of it that way. And I actually just explained to, to my kids, I mean, both with Easter, you have the religious side of Easter, and then you have the bunny and the egg side of Easter. And same thing with Christmas, where you have the religious birth of Jesus side, and then the, I say, commercial side with the trees and Santa. And and never even really thought about it, that people say, Merry Christmas, they're saying, Santa Claus in the tree, not necessarily the religious side. So, I mean, that's way of, like you said, taking it in that way that it's not necessarily the religious side. 
Um, so we talked about that with the, um, and we touched on a lot of topics with the political correctness from race to sexual orientation. Um, and I mentioned LGBTQ+, which is now the acronym or letters they're, they're using where I go back and originally it was just LGB and then it was LGBT. And then every time you turn around and if someone who doesn't live in that space just refers to it as the LGB community, it's not out of not including the others that are now added in that title. It's just not being able to keep up with the names. Uh, and we talked about a lot of different layers of political correctness. And as long as we're being respectful, I mean, just take it as that and being respectful. And we don't need to, we can educate people on what maybe the new terms being used are, the new way we refer to things without being attacking, especially if you weren't attacked to begin with. And then going on this next show that'll be out on Sunday, we talked about dealing with adversity. And for those of you that have been listening, you know, I recently went with, through something with my cardiac health. Um, we've all seen different things. My father uh, has had a heart, multiple heart attacks and triple bypass. And I saw his recovery through that. My son had a mountain biking accident, um, which he had to deal with something for and six weeks as he recovered through that. And then and rehabbing back to conditioning for the athletics that he's involved in. And Jen has type one diabetes, which is not something you recover from. You just live with it every day. Um, or like, like my uh, cardiologist said, uh, you'll be taking this medicine for ever and a day. Um, so, and just give us a, a brief, and without giving the whole episode away, I mean, your diagnosis and, and what you deal with roughly on a, on a daily basis? Um. Well, the diagnosis, I, I do talk a lot about it in the episode, so I won't reveal all the details. You have to listen for that. The diagnosis was a, a bit of a shocker. It told me my life was going to be different from that day forward, and I was going to have to adjust and deal with the changes. The, the daily effects of having to monitor, you know, my blood sugar levels, as well as my activity and my mindset and my emotional set, uh, feelings is, is there that that never goes away. Um, it never will go away. And the, the, the biggest challenge that I have is having to be one of my own body parts. You don't realize how much the human body does for you until you have to do what it's supposed to do. And that's, that can be overwhelming. And it's similar, like you said, when the body is supposed to do it yourself, it's as if I'd have to reach into my chest and manually pump my heart because it's not doing it. It's on, on your own. You have to manually balance your blood sugar because it doesn't do it on its own. Exactly. So, and I know we touched on how you handle that and obviously physically uh, with physically balancing the blood sugar, but then also we touched on and your, your transition and managing it mentally and emotionally from initial diagnosis to now how it's pretty much, I mean, like I described to my kids, it's like putting on underwear. You just do it every day. Um, 
And like you, you mentioned, you don't, you don't prepare yourself every day to brush your teeth. Just like you don't, you no longer prepare yourself to deal with what you do. It's just part of your daily routine. Yeah, it is. You, you get to the point where it's second nature, but as with anything that becomes second nature that we have to do on our own, if you're not paying attention to it, it can slip and you can deal with negative consequences from that as well. So yeah, you have to be prepared, but not so prepared that you don't have a life outside of it as well. I have a good friend that refers to it as diabetes may describe me, but it is not me. And like you said, this episode is about dealing with adversity in general. Um, Jen told her story on how she deals with, with the diabetes and uh, she was very successful at a, uh, a goal. She had a challenge and you'll have to listen to the episode to see what that is. So it shows that and no matter what you're dealing with in terms of adversity, you can still be successful, still live your life, still challenge yourself and, and meet those goals. Um, so again, hope you enjoyed last week's show about political correctness and this week's show on dealing with adversity with uh, our guest, Jen. Uh, we'll be out Sunday and hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's short back and forth. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook and keep your ears out for this week's upcoming show.